Welcome to the SRC Toolbox podcast where we talk about everything renovation and the renovation business. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little about the who, what, when, where, and why about finishing your basement. It's a project that I've done a lot of over the last 10 years. It's one that a lot of people are interested in based on the podcast listens that I've seen. And with the renovation season upon us, I thought it'd be good to spend some time talking about who renovates their basement, why they renovate it, what goes into that project, how long it takes, what the costs are, et cetera, and things you want to think about if you're if you're planning on doing your basement or you're considering it. So the first step is talking about who generally renovates your basement. And I'd say there's two categories of people. So the number one reason that someone renovates their basement is they want to add space to their house. Typically, our clients are young couples or young families, two young kids, and as opposed to moving, they want to expand their living space. Given the cost of real estate nowadays and how much it costs to move, taking advantage of your unused space, and we're going to talk about unused space. We're not talking about remodeling your basement. So, Taking advantage of unused space is a great way to make your house bigger without moving. If you want to talk about remodeling your basement, if you want to talk about demo and then creating something from that, that's a totally different topic. That's a longer project. That's a more expensive project because I think as we've talked in the steps to plan your renovation, you're going backwards. So you have to do demo and you have to remove things and then you have to rebuild. Whereas when you talk about finishing your basement, you're taking a totally unfinished space and you're completing it. And I worked for a builder for about a year before I started my own thing here in Guelph. I worked for Fusion Homes. And in that year, we probably, I probably worked on, I mean, there were a lot of houses. I, I would say close to 50 houses. I can only remember maybe two or three that the basements were finished in. And in talking to a lot of other people who worked in the new construction business and renovation contractors and being around Guelph a lot, I would have to say that less than 10% of of the basements in these new houses that were built, I'd say post-1995, were finished. So a lot of people have unfinished basements. And the builders don't really think of finishing it. It's not in their wheelhouse. It's not something that makes them a lot of money. They want to be in and out, and adding, finishing the basement to their their process just extends their delivery time. So there's a lot of opportunity there as a business, and then there's a big need because people are buying these starter houses or, or whatever house, and they have you know two, three, four, six, eight hundred, and a thousand square feet not being used that just their stuff piles up in, or they they just don't put the thought or time or, or the resources into completing it, whether it's on their own or through a contractor. So as I said before, most of our clients, the overwhelming majority of our clients that finish their basement are young families with kids, and they're either finishing their basement to hide from their kids or to have somewhere to send their kids. It's one or the other. Either you're trying to get away from your kids or you want to send them somewhere that you don't have to deal with them. So those basements will end up having generally a rec room. Most of them have rough-ins for two or three-piece bathrooms. 
usually it's a three piece. So adding the bathroom is a, a bonus because then the kids or you don't have to go up the stairs to go to the bathroom when you're watching TV or playing or whatever you're doing. And then for some of the bigger ones, they either add a, an office slash bedroom. So one of the reasons they call it an office is if you're going to put a bedroom, you need an egress window in the basement. Sometimes these basements don't have big enough egress windows to to satisfy the city. City of Guelph has a requirement for the square footage of a window, and they have a link on their website to, to deal with that. The second most popular reason that people finish their basement is a much more expensive version of it, and it's to add income. It's to finish as a basement apartment. We have a podcast that talks a little bit about that and some articles on our blog. I get a lot of requests for it, but when people hear the sticker price for it, they tend to back away. They don't anticipate it being as expensive as it is. In recent years, I would say you're looking at anywhere from, I would say you're in and around fifty to $60,000 to do a basement apartment. And the main reason being you have to put in a kitchen, you have to put in a separate laundry, or you have to put in a shared laundry, and you have to fire rate a lot of things. You're having a separate unit. It needs a separate entrance. It needs a separate egress. Your house may or may not have all these things, and, and that can make the sticker price go up very quickly. I mean, another bathroom and another kitchen and another laundry room just there, not including the fire renting, is going to add easily $15,000 to your to your budget for a basement renovation. So it's the second most popular reason. It's a distant second because of the cost associated with it. However, it is on the list. I've had talks with people who say, oh, I want to increase the value of my house by finishing my basement. I'm not a real estate agent. I can't really speak to the return on that. I mean, maybe that's something we'll get into uh, in another podcast. I have been thinking about doing something where I talk about with, uh, with a local real estate agent who's a good friend of mine, talk about what you should do if you're planning to sell your house or projects that can have a benefit to increasing the value of your home for resale or just for future, but that's not really something that I advocate to people. I think you should renovate for yourself, do something that you find value in, and you know the offshoot is that it increases the value of your home, but I never feel that that's, that's a great, that should be your primary goal. It, it's just a side benefit, but that's my own opinion. I'm, like I said, not an expert on real estate. That's just what I think. So, now that we've talked about who generally renovates their basement, we'll talk about when. When's the best time to renovate your basement? There isn't really a bad time if it's an unfinished space that you're not using. People tend to want to renovate it when they're not in the house as much. So late spring, summer, early fall, those are good times to renovate it because you're not using your house, you're not in it. But those are also just your the best times for people to renovate in general because, again, they can just be outside and not at home. When you're trapped in your house in the winter, living through a renovation, even if it is a basement renovation, can be a little stressful because you have people in and out of your house and you're in it all the time. But if you're not using the space again, there's never a bad time to do it. Um, How long does it take? This is one that will vary depending on what you're doing and how intense you want to get. If you're not finishing a bathroom, so if there's no bathroom in your basement and you're just 
finishing one big room and you want to make a rec room for the kids and that's all you have. There's no laundry room. You're probably looking at closer to eight weeks. A lot of that is the drying time. It can be shortened depending on the size of of the space. But the drying time can be an issue for drywall taping uh, because basements can have a little bit of moisture. They're tight spaces. So putting in a dehumidifier, running a heater, having fans going can help dry it. But it doesn't always work because there will be a lot of bulkheads and corners in a basement and they take a lot of mud and that'll take a long time to dry. And when I say mud, that's our term for drywall compound. So basements can take sometimes six, seven, eight, you know, 10 working days to drywall. So right there you have a week, two weeks into your project. You're going to have it framed, you know, expect that to be three or so days. You have a, uh, electrical rough in, plumbing rough in, HVAC rough in, HVAC roughing may not be so long if you decide to leave your heat runs in the ceiling. Our preference usually or our suggestion to clients for better results is to drop the heat runs to the floor inside the framed walls. If your basement's already framed by the builder, that can save you time and money as well. Uh, You will lose time though because the electrician will need to come in and they have to run plugs every 12 feet. The builder is only going to run a limited number of plugs and you may want more. So you're going to lose some of that time that you think you're saving. So you're not really saving because the electrician will have to pull up the vapor barrier, run the wires, and then you got to put it all down. It, it will save you in terms of the framing cost if your basement's already framed, but it won't save you a ton in terms of the electrical and so forth or, or save you in terms of time. The next uh, phase you're going to have after your rough ends is going to be tape um, you're going to have flooring the next step is paint flooring trim work doors and, and you're done so the overlap of that expect there to be a little bit of lost time so if you're not doing a bathroom expect it to be six to eight weeks from start to finish it could be sooner I prefer to err on the side of caution and tell people it's going to be a little longer than it is. And then if it were done earlier, great. But I don't want to build that expectation that, oh, we're going to be done super quick. Sometimes it works out, which is great. It doesn't always work out in that case. A couple of items that can definitely impact your schedule are some of the extras you're going to pick. If you want to do subfloor or soundproofing, That's great. And those are two of the features that clients tend to find the most value in. Putting in a subfloor will make your floor a little bit warmer. It will not make it uh, uncold, shall we say. It'll still be a little cold because you're in a basement. It's straight on a concrete slab, which is right on the ground. Putting in a subfloor or an uninsulated subfloor, It'll make it a little bit warmer. Putting in an insulated subfloor will definitely make it warmer. However, you're going to be compromising your ceiling height. And you, something to keep in mind is you're going to have a 6'5 ceiling height minimum under bulkheads. And if you put a subfloor, you may not get that height. And the inspector, city inspector especially, will, will not be so kind to that if you chose to put in a subfloor and you compromise your ceiling height. Now, the soundproofing is one that is good for if you want to shuttle your kids downstairs. It's, it's great 
for dampening the sound from down to up. So say if your kids are downstairs, you will hear them less. It won't completely eliminate the sound because you have your ductwork travels up through the ceiling. So you're always going to have those cavities where the, the sound will travel a little bit. Your stairwell as well, unless you're going to totally soundproof your stairwell and put a safe and sound door at the top of the stairs, you're going to have a little bit of sound come through. But the soundproofing is, it's not that expensive to do. And if you're using it as somewhere to banish your children so you can have some sanity, it's, it's something worth investing in. It's something you could even do yourself. It's not that complicated. I'm sure there's a hundred YouTube videos out there that could show you how to do it. So if you're a little handy, you want to save yourself a little bit extra money, put in the soundproofing before the electrician gets in. That'll save you a few hundred bucks, potentially 1200 bucks, maybe depending on the size of your basement. So those are the two things clients find the most value of that can kind of bump your schedule a little bit. You're going to want to put the subfloor in before the framing because it just makes it easier. Um, if you do have a bathroom, this is where you can make a budgetary decision to finish the bathroom or not finish the bathroom based on your budget or based on your timeline. If you add a bathroom, you're going to add two weeks probably to your schedule because you may want to have a different kind of flooring in there. Um, the shower needs to be tiled if you're doing a three-piece, those kind of things. So when people say to me, we have a three-piece bath or two-piece bath, I'll tell them it's going to be eight to ten weeks start to finish. Yeah, that seems like a lot, but you're dealing with a lot of moving parts. If you lose a day here or there, things aren't drying, you know, uh, things are, you're just making some decisions to change, you're going to still be in that window to get that done. Uh, or if you're really budget conscious, what we recommend to people is complete the rough-ins for the bathroom, as in run the water lines, run the electrical, have it drywalled, and then leave it. Because if you choose to finish the bathroom later, it's going to cost you more to get people in to do the rough-ins after you've finished the other parts of the basement because it's more work. And as we all know, time is money. The labor rate is always part of your quote. How many hours is this going to be? So you're easier to get the rough-ins done for your bathroom as part of the basement <clears throat> as opposed to separate. And it may be a little bit more money, but it'll save you. You could finish your bathroom as you go along and it'll save you money. Or you can just rip out the bathroom at the same time and it's all done and you don't have to think about it. Having renovated my own home and seen enough renovations, the vast majority of the times people will finish the bathroom as part of it. But again, I'm not here to spend other people's money. I advocate people being as open with their budget and what they want to pay for, what they can pay for, and what the best decision is for them, and not necessarily the best position, uh, you know, the best decision for me as the contractor. I'm a consultant. I work at their pleasure. That's what it is. If you want to get into the time it takes for a basement apartment, my general guideline is to tell people it's going to be 10 to 12 weeks because you're going to have more inspections, you're going to have more requirements. You got to drywall the inside of the utility room. You need a fire rated door between the homeowner space and the tenant space. You need another laundry. You need another kitchen. You need the bathroom done. You may need another window cut out. There's a lot more requirements for that. Hence, it's going to be a lot more time. There's a lot more detail in it. 
and the city inspectors are going to be a lot more p- picky, especially in Guelph because being a university town, the city's trying to find a way to get to the middle ground of having people register their apartments so that tenants are safe versus people who have essentially turned bungalows and small houses into human filing cabinets and have, you know, six, seven, eight students in there at 400 bucks a piece and totally unsafe and just terrible scenarios uh, or circumstances. And the city just wants to avoid that. So those are, those are the items for basements, you know, how long they're going to take, when to renovate, where you can find out more information. I mean, you can always check out our blog. You can check out our podcast. We're starting a YouTube channel that hopefully we can put stuff on there. Um, the how, how much, how long, you're going to have variables there always. Basement apartments are the easy ones. They're going to be the more expensive. They're going to be fifty to $60,000, you know, hands down right away. It's easy. Getting it done for cheaper than that, you're really going to affect quality. Your basement renovation, your general one, the one we do most often, it's going to vary in size and cost uh, and scope, right? If you have a bathroom, it's going to be more. If you don't have a bathroom, it's going to be less. If you are 600 square feet, it's going to be less than if you're 1,000 square feet. You know, those things are direct correlations. One of the things we did in the past that I think we're going to start doing again and promoting again is sort of a DIY basement finishing option for for people especially now with with uh, costs being expensive and people wanting to renovate knowing who our client base is I used to offer in the previous iteration of my business when I was BG renovation before I took on a partner it was a DIY basement finishing option which meant we can get the permit we can do all the rough-ins we can take it all the way to finish drywall so that things are ready to paint and we hang the bathroom door and then it can pass inspection. And then that would allow the client or the homeowner or whoever's going to do it to paint, to do the doors, to do the trim, to do the floors, uh, finish the bathroom. Uh, it would be, it's a quicker process, you know, for us to get to drywall finishes typically, you know, I'm going to say four to five weeks, we could be done that whole phase and then there's a, a more finished space for people. What had happened in the past with that option was that we'd move along with that and then the client would then ask us to finish the rest. So I don't know how well that option would present, you know, in the past, but I think now it's definitely a viable option that we're going to work on getting out there very, very soon. Um, The permit is one that the city of Guelph has two options for you. As a contractor, I have to get a registered drafts person or architectural technologist with a BCIN number to provide a drawing, which can cost anywhere from $800 to $1,200. The other option is that the homeowner can go get the permit on their own. They can produce a drawing of their own space and work with the city to get the drawing. The permit itself for a basement is, is you know, two, 300 bucks. It's not a lot. But for me to do it, it's my time. It's the architectural technologist's time to produce the drawing. It's me going to get the permit. It's more work. So I'm happy to work with the clients to help them with their drawing to get ready to go for permit, which I've done in the past. They assume the responsibility. They produce a drawing. I help them get it done. And then off they go to um, 
to get the permanent, and that can save you, if you do the math, they can save you almost $1,000 doing it that way. And with the option I talked about previously, the DIY option, we would frame, we would do get the electrical permit, do the electrical rough-in, the plumbing rough-in, the HVAC rough-in, hang the drywall, we would tape it, and then do the electrical finish, and then you would be able to call for, for inspection. Now, the challenge with the bathroom, if you were to finish your bathroom, is the city will require that the floor is in, that there's a the bathroom floor is in so that the fixtures can be placed. That would be their requirement. So maybe you lay the vinyl click laminate, which is definitely a product uh, that we advocate for basements because it contours to the concrete and it goes down quickly and it's waterproof. So we would advocate for that maybe as a quick solution to your bathroom to getting the permit passed. And then you can have the space finished and you or your kids can go down and, and use it or you can chip away at it, painting and floors and so forth, depending on your budget. So that's our little tutorial on basement finishing, the who, what, when, why's and how much of it. I uh, hope this helps you with your project. And once again, if there's anything you're interested in knowing, you can check out the blog at speedrivercontracting.ca slash blog. You can check out uh, the SRC Toolbox podcast for other topics. You can also listen or check out the YouTube channel that we're working on, which this episode will be on. Uh, so I'm going to thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.